If you would, find Genesis. It's not too hard. It's that first book that you turn to. If you went to Exodus, you've already passed it. Let's go back one. Ah, yeah, yeah. Genesis. Find Genesis, the book of beginning. How many of y'all know that's a great book? Yeah, that's a great book because you can't have now if you don't understand your beginning. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the stuff that's going on now is because of what happened at the beginning. I, oh, help me. I, the revelation, I told you, I don't know if I'm going to get to it. Some of y'all right now need to go back to the beginning because where you at is indicative of how your beginning was. And because some of y'all grew up with the wrong mindset, you still got the wrong mindset now as an older person and you got to go back to the beginning. Sometimes when a computer has a virus, you got to go ahead and, and, and you got to erase the virus. Some of y'all got to erase some ways of thinking. Some of y'all got to erase the way you do things because because you've done it for so long doesn't mean it right. How many of y'all know they talk about keeping it real? How many know you can keep it real wrong? So we got to go back to the beginning. We got to go back to the beginning. Find Genesis 37. If y'all know, we about to tap around a little bit with our brother Joseph. Yeah, yeah, Joseph, Joseph. I, I tried to get out the series because y'all know I don't do series. And as soon as I got home, he said, this is another one in the series of position. The series started off with position for divine provision. Then we went on to position to possess the promise. Then we went last Sunday for position for the victory in the valley. Anybody have ever had victory in the valley? See, they always talk about when you're in the valley, that's when you're supposed to struggle your most. But how many of y'all have ever had victory in the valley? Because even in the valley, God is right there. So wherever God is, I got victory. It doesn't make any difference if I'm on the mountaintop or the valley low. As long as God with me, then I got the victory. See, I think we've lost the understanding that God is with us. And sometimes we go through things and we try to navigate through things without knowing that God is with us. Uh, uh, today, if you would, turn to Genesis 37, and we're going to start at verse 23, and I'm going to give you my thought for the day. I haven't forgot it. Genesis 37 and 23, uh, and we're going to read from 23 to 25. Could you please rest on your feet when you have it? But, but, but verse 23 says, So it came to pass, when Joseph had come to his brothers, that they stripped Joseph of his tunic and the tunic of many colors that was on him. Next verse. Then they took him and cast him into a pit. And the pit was empty. And there was no water in it. See, when you read that, you got to understand all this is important. They don't give you information if it's not important. Go to verse 25. And I'm only going to take the first part of that. And they sat down to eat a meal. Mm. I'm going to bring it all together. Work with me this morning because the thought might not match with what you think. But I'm going to bring it together. Please trust me. I want to speak to you from this thought positioned for purpose positioned for purpose heavenly father most precious god we thank you lord for what you're about to do god we truly stretch out on you this morning god and we know god that you're going to give us a right now word god a rhema word that's going to move us to the next season of our life so father we trust right now that it's already done god we give you all the glory and honor in jesus name we pray amen you may have your seats positioned for purpose. 
Now, you might ask the question, why would I preach from this thought? And the text talks about being placed in a pit. Now, it doesn't seem right to talk about position for purpose when we're talking about being in a pit. Uh, and I'm glad you asked that question because many times the pit is part of the journey to the purpose. Ah, help me, Holy Ghost. Don't look at the pit as a problem, but part of the positioning. See, you have to understand that God is omniscient. Means, omni means all. Omniscient science means to know. So he's all-knowing. And since God is all-knowing, he knows how to position you. And even if you find yourself in the pit, that's part of the positioning. See, I need for us to get this in our spirit because sometimes when we find ourselves in a pit, we want to throw in the towel. But he's saying, no, this is a part of me positioning you where I want you to go. The pit is not the last place you're going to be. That's just the beginning to get you where I need you to be. Ah, I'm reminded, I'm reminded of racing. So we got to start looking at some things. I, I watch everything, Sister Victoria. Racing, Animal Kingdom, everything. I can get a message out of anything. And I'm watching the racing and racing. They said when you run it around the track and around the track and around the track, they said sometimes you have to go for the pit stop. And see, in the midst of the pit stop, they do refueling. They do a little adjusting. Now, I don't know who I'm talking to, but you got to look at your pit as a pit stop. I'm only here temporary and God is doing something. He's refueling me. He's adjusting me in the midst of the pit. Who am I talking to this morning? Ah, yeah, yeah. Somebody's on a pit stop. Yeah, don't stay in the pit long. Don't stay in the pit long. He's just using the pit to get you where he needs you to be. That's just the springboard to where he wants you to be. Yeah, so we find Joseph. He talks about Joseph being in a pit. I, I wish I could tell you if in this journey of purpose that you wouldn't go through some things. Uh, Understand that if you're going to graduate from the University of Purpose, you're going to have one-on-one pain. Yeah, pain one-on-one, affliction 202, suffering 303, and hardship 404. You got to go through those things to get your graduation papers because there's something that happens when you go through some things that burst that purpose out of you. Ah, yeah, help me, Holy Ghost. See, let me give you the definition of position. Put or arrange something or something in a particular place or way. Mm, think about that. Some of the God has strategically placed you where he wants you to be. See, if you understand that God is in complete control of your life, you're not worrying about where you are in this season because you know God has positioned you. Now, some of the synonyms for position is to arrange, plant place situate so you got to understand that all of these things god is in control of that i've told you all before that god is in the control of the positioning and so since god is in control of positioning we need to trust god that he's placed us in the what right place now, joseph was loved give you a little background joseph was loved by his father jacob and slash israel more than the rest of his children because he was born of his old age. In addition, Joseph was a dreamer and dreamed that his family would bow down to him, which caused more hatred 
in the heart of his brothers. But his father kept the matter in mind. See, see, you know, he told him his dream, but the father's kept the matter. He didn't he didn't get rid of it because he knew it's something It's something. See, see, it's something about Joseph. See, see, you got to understand and we'll get there late in the text. When God has a calling on your life and when God puts favor in your life, don't think that everybody's going to celebrate you. Don't think that everybody's going to come by and pat you on the back because many times people don't like the favor that's on your life because they ain't got it on theirs. And see, that's why you got to understand that many times favor ain't fa now his brothers are out in the field feeding the flock and his father sends him out to check on them and bring back a word doesn't that sound familiar from last week now this is similar to first samuel 17 when jesse sent david to go out into the front line and check on his brothers and bring something back see the significance of this is that who sent both of them Joseph's father sent him David's father the significance is wherever your father send you you need to go so now when your heavenly father sends you somewhere you don't need to debate with him you just need to go where he's sending you because he's positioning you and because we don't understand that he's positioning us we want to go back and forth with God instead of just doing what God has told us to do Ah, help me, Holy Ghost. Now, they both were teenagers. When we're talking about David and we're talking about uh, uh, Joseph, they both were teenagers. See, young people, you ain't got to be older for God to use you. See, quit talking about I'm, I'm going to do this when I get older. No, the time is now. You, you can start your own prayer call in the morning. See, that? yeah, help me, Holy Ghost. Young people in this church, y'all should have a prayer call, a prayer call in the morning, and y'all get together and pray with each other before you go to school. See, you ain't got to wait until you're older. You need to learn to pray now. See, by the time you get older, you done got busted up across the head with some stuff. But if you understand how to pray when you're younger, you'll be able to persevere and keep pushing through everything. It praying something for the old prayers for anybody who want to call on the name Jesus yeah 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 but just like David both of them Joseph were met with hatred from their brothers isn't it amazing that the people who you expect to support you the most is the one who got more hatred in your heart than anybody else Yeah, yeah, yeah. The family is not filling them. Uh, and I want to tell you right here, the family that you're in right now might not be filling you, but they're going to thank God where he positioned you. Because if you think about both of these, the, 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 the little brother, the little brother that everybody hated on was the one who had to save them out of where they was in. David had to go fight a battle that the big brothers were scared to fight. We're going to learn that Joseph had to go and get to where he needed to be to bring his family into Egypt to get them out of the famine. So, so you better start thanking people that you hating on because them the ones probably going to protect you down the road. So as Joseph approaches his brothers, they conspire to kill him. But Reuben steps in and spares his life, but still throws him in the pit. See, 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 if they would have killed him, then God couldn't have did what he wanted to do in Joseph in Egypt. So being placed in the pit was part of the positioning because the pit was only temporary. Now he's coming towards them and, 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 and they're conspiring to kill him. Mm. Mm. So it came to pass, verse 23, that's where we at now, 
when Joseph had come to his brothers, they stripped Joseph of his tunic and stripped of many colors that was on him. See, the thing is, you have to understand that they knew that her father loved him. And they tried to strip off of him the very thing that his father gave him. But how many of y'all know they can strip off the external, but they can't touch the internal. So you can take off all the stuff that was given, but you can't touch the thing that was given to me internally. Because, see, they stripped him of his of his tunic, but he still had favor. Then it says they took him and they cast him into a pit. And in the pit, there was no water. See, first of all, why they tell me that? I, I got to look at that. You put him in a pit. Then you're going to remind me that there is no water. So basically, there has to be enough hatred in them to they really saying, you know what? We can leave this joker for dead because we put him in the pit. Now he has none because, you know, you can go longer without food than you can water. And they tell you that there is no water. And then look what them jokers do. And I'm going to call them jokers today. They're going to sit down and eat a meal. Now, you don't put your brother in, in a pit with no water. And you're going to sit outside the pit and have a meal on your brother. Isn't that just like somebody that they, they'll throw a roadblock in front of you and act like ain't nothing ever happened. They go on about their business and sit. Now, I'm going to use my spiritual imagination. I'm pretty sure Joseph was probably like, let me out of here. Come on, brothers. Do you care that I perish? And they sitting there just eating. Do you understand the hate you have to have to know that your own blood is in a pit with no water and you can sit there and eat a meal? That's cold, ain't it? Woo! Find Genesis 37 and 19 for me. I need to up top find 37 and 19 because I'm going to make my point. But see, you have to understand that it wasn't about Joseph. The hate against him was what God placed in him. He couldn't share a dream with his family if God hadn't placed it in him. Since people can't come against God, they plot against you. Look what they said. Then they said to the one another, look, they ain't even calling their brother's name. Look at this dreamer. Look at this dreamer coming. See, see, you got to understand that when God has a calling on your life, they didn't even identify him no more as their brother. Oh, you got these dreams that we going to buy down to you. You make me sick. Look at this dreamer. See, they mad. And see, Joseph didn't ask for the dreams. See, some of y'all right now have some things on your life that you didn't even ask for. And there's some things coming against you and you didn't even ask for. But that's what God placed in you. And because God placed it in you, people are mad at you. There's some people who are upset with me don't even know me. But when you know the God that's in you, people get upset because they, I don't know who I'm talking to, but if you all believers, then God placed something in you. Why would you be envy of a gift that somebody else have? Because the same God is in me is the same God is in you, and he can use all of us mightily. But they upset. They ticked off. And I can, I'm trying to understand them brothers because you got to understand he's the younger, he's the younger one, not the youngest, but Benjamin is, but he's the, he's the, he's the first child of Jacob and Rachel. And so, and so, and so now you have 
Joseph and 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 his father done put many colors, a I mean, many co- coat of many colors on him, and, and and he told him that I love you more than the rest, and 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 I got favor on his life, and and now he's dreaming. I don't know who I'm talking to, but but God said, don't don't stop dreaming. Yeah, yeah, don't stop dreaming. Don't 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 stop dreaming. Don't stop dreaming. Yeah, that thing that God showed you a long time ago, don't stop dreaming. I, I know it's been some time, but God said I had to position you to match the dream that I showed you back then. Because if I would have took you straight to the dream that you saw, you wasn't ready for it. So I had to position. That's why sometimes you're placed in a pit because you got to get prepared for the purpose that God had. Because if you take them straight to the palace, because we, we can talk about that from the pit. We're going to talk about from the pit to the prison to the palace. You got to understand you can't go straight to the palace. You got to deal with some pits along the way. Because if it took you straight to the palace, then you wouldn't know how to act. But see, when you go through some stuff, it builds up your character. So when God places you in the palace, you act like you got some sense. Some people just done went straight to the top. And y'all know I'm on a job. They shouldn't have had a job. They ain't even been working out but a couple of years. And they jacking everything up in leadership because they didn't got there but they ain't got no character. They hanging out with the co-workers. They doing all this other stuff because you ain't got no character because you went straight to the top. But where was your pit? That's why when he anointed David in front of his brothers, he put him back on the backside of the mountain to continue to shovel sheep dung because he wasn't ready yet. Some of y'all ready to launch when God said, nope, you're not ready yet, but you're ready to get ahead of God. Let me tell you quickly, don't do it. Don't do it. Wait on God. Wait on him to position you. Wait for him to show you clearly. Because once you get out there, you out there. Ah, I know this is blessing somebody. I can see it in the eye. Oh, yeah, you still got a calling. Yeah, you still got a gift. Ain't nobody said nothing about that. But don't run past your gift. Don't get in front of your calling. Because if God is the one who gave you the gift and gave you the calling, then he knows how to position you for the season such as this. That's why when you understand that you're positioned, that's why everything Joseph touched, it turned to what? Because when you have favor on your life, it doesn't make any difference where you're positioned. It's still God's positioning that gets you to get you where he wants you to be. Ah, see, yeah, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. Now, 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 if we look at this after this, like, like I told you, the pit was just was just part of the positioning. So then they say, we're going to decide to sell him to the Midianites or the Ishmaelites. And you use both of them. They're interchangeable in the text. They sold him into slavery. And then they sold him into Egypt to Potiphar and placed in charge of Potiphar's holdings. See, you had to understand that Because of the dreams he had, his dreams were to take him to be able to handle the things in Egypt. But he had to get him to Egypt. So he allowed his brothers to hate on him. To throw him in a pit. Because it was all working. And we know all things work together for the good, for them who love God. And to them a call according to his purpose. Position for purpose. When you have a purpose on your life, God will allow other people to come against you to push you where he... Even when people think they're doing you wrong, they're still working for God. 
That's why God is not even concerned about Satan. He says, Satan, you can do whatever you want to do because at the end of the day, you don't have enough power to override me. And even what you do, what you do is still working out for what I wanted to work out for. Have you tried my faithful servant Job? That's why when you understand your position and no matter what comes your way, you can wake up in the morning and put your feet on the ground and say, thank you, Jesus, because I just seen another day. I'm one step closer to where God wants me. So, so, so now we looking at the next positioning. Now he gets there and, you know, you don't know the story. Potiphar says that, you know, he see that the Lord is with him and, and he understands and he puts him in charge of everything. And then, and you know, they say Joseph was, 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 was handsome. Yeah, he was, he was good to look at. And so now probably cause Potiphar got a lot of things going on. He ain't at home. And when you ain't at home, And, 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 and your wife need a little TLC. And you got a handsome joker named Joseph who's in charge of everything. Yeah, probably uh, doing work around the house. Yeah, yeah, you know back then it was hot, so he probably, he might have took his shirt off. I don't know, I, I don't know. I, I mean, let's get real. We, 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 we restore life. We don't play games. And so now you got Joseph and, and handsome and, and, and working and cut and ripped and, and all that good stuff. And, and so she make advances at Joseph and, and tries to seduce Joseph. But Joseph turns her down. Mm, mm, mm. Let me help you because I wasn't even going here. This is just something that he, anytime God is getting ready to promote you. Look out for temptation. Yeah, yeah. So he had promoted him and left him in charge, and now here comes temptation. And, and, and he had to, he had to, uh-uh, no, I got to go. I got to go. He, you know, he, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. He had to run. Even, even, even in the New Testament, it tells you to flee. Flee, flee. You know, he had to run because she probably was, was on, on her thing. And he probably was like, hey, 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 hey. Boss man ain't here. See, see, you have to understand now, everything is set up for him to mess up. That's why you got to have integrity in God, because if you don't, you'll bite. You'll bite into the fruit that she was selling. And, and he had to stay locked in because he understood that God had positioned him for purpose. See, see, when you understand your purpose, you can't fall victim to all these temptations and you got to stay locked in. And, and, and so for me, I'm like an old horse. I, I, I don't I, I got blinders on. I don't have time. Uh, yeah, 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 I don't have time for no nonsense. That way, everywhere I go, I got to be beside snookums. I can't play no game. I got to stay locked in. I know when God takes you to another level, uh, uh, people come around and there's temptation and, and you got to watch what the enemy is trying to do. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I can, can I keep it 100 with you? Yeah, yeah. And, and even now, today, people don't even care if you're married or not. But at least I know where me and Snookum stand. 
And because I know it don't make any difference what anybody else do because what you do don't have anything to do with me because I'm locked in on what God has for me in this season. Ah. Look at verse 39 and 19. Please put that on the board. 39 and 19. Look at what it says. So, so it was. When his master heard the words which his wife spoke, and he don't, she don't ran to the prophet and told her all this stuff. Saying, your servant did to me after this manner that he angered and was aroused. Keep going. Then Joseph master, look what he did. He took him and put him into the prison. See, see, now I, I need for y'all to look at this. Because if you, if you read it too fast, you miss it. Look what he did. A place where the king's prisoners were confound. See, he was positioning him. He could have put him anywhere else, but he put him in the prison where the king's prisoners were. Because as we go on, we're going to get to the butler and the baker and see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, y'all don't even understand. Even in prison, God strategically got everything under control because he put him in a place where he knew that somebody was going to need the gift that was on Joseph. Have you ever thought the place that you're in now is because the gift that's on your life, the anointing that's on your life? Some of y'all going through hell right now, and it's because the anointing that's on your life, and because he put you and allowed you to be in that position so you can bring somebody else out. Am I talking to anybody this morning? I thank God for my hell experiences. I thank God for my Hades experiences because I understand that when I'm placed in extreme heat, there's some things that's burnt off of me. Thank you, God, for placing me in extreme heat. Ah, help me, Holy Ghost. Yeah, and he was there. Next verse, and he was there in prison. Yeah, he was there in prison. If you understand after that, he went to prison. He got everybody authority was placed on him. See, see, when you have an anointing on your life, you can go anywhere and people have to respect the anointing that's on your life. See, if you're anointed, people can move you from one position on the job to another position on the job, and you still gonna, you still gonna shine because there's an anointing on your life. See, somebody, I don't know who I'm talking to, some of y'all looking for the right place for the right thing, and I can do this and I can do that. When you got an anointing on your life, even if you don't know how to do it, God will show you how to do it and still bless you. I don't know who I'm talking to, but quit looking for positions that you think you qualify for and start putting in for positions that you don't think you qualify for because God can do anything. Stop limiting yourself. I don't have this and I don't have that. Who asked you? Do you have God? Because if you got God, that's all you need. That's enough, ain't it? Because now if you look at it, he takes a Hebrew boy who had his coat of many colors, strips him of his coat of many colors, then sells him into slavery, then has him working for Potiphar after he comes from a house where everybody loved on him, where his father did, and now you put him into a slave market. Now he's not longer a slave no more. Now he's in prison. Isn't it amazing how you can go from one extreme to the other? That's why I say when you're on top, thank God. When your gangs are going well in your life, give him praise. Don't look down on nobody else. Because you can go from one extreme to the... So now, check out verse 40. And it came to pass after these things that the butler and the baker of the king of Egypt... 
offended their Lord, the king of Egypt, Pharaoh. And he was angry at the two officers, the chief butler and the chief baker. Look what he does. So he put them in the custody in the house of the captain of the guard in the prison, the place where. Jo See, when you understand he's positioned you. We trying to run out here and make things happen when he said, all you got to do is obey me. I've already lined you up for success. All you have to do is obey. You're trying to make it happen. I was minding my own little business in North Carolina. Didn't care if I became a pastor or not. I was cool being a youth pastor until I slid on into heaven. But God said, I positioned you. And because he positioned me, Pastor Coleman had to come back and revisit. Ah, now I'm minding my business, you know, trying to live a, 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 a new marriage life. Navigating through all of that. Didn't want to bother nobody. Too cold up here. Ain't no biological family up here. Pulling wifey away from her family for the first time this far and forever. But when God positions you, you don't have to make room. Your gift will make room. People will come find you because you have favor on your life. People come get you because they understand that there's a gifting on your life. So now he sits in prison and now they put him in. How do you become a prisoner? And now you got custody over the prisoner. Tell me that ain't favor. Now it says in verse four, and the captain of the guard charged Joseph with them and he served them. So they were in custody for a while. Mm, mm, mm. Now, 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 understand. In prison, the butler and the baker had a dream. And Joseph interpreted a dream for them. And one got out and Joseph asked him to tell him to tell Pharaoh about him. Uh, let's look at verse 40, 23. Now, he told him, tell him about me. I done sit here and got you out of prison. I done interpreted your dream. Shouldn't you at least just tell? I ain't asking you for nothing. Just tell him about me. And whatever decision he makes is up to him. But just mention me, please. Look what he do. Yet the chief butler did not remember Joseph, but forgot him. In this season, there are going to be some people who forgot about you. But it's okay because God never forgot about you. As long as God remembers you, what difference does it make if man forgot about you? We put too much emphasis in man. But at the end of the day, he still had his hands on Joseph. I, I had to learn this early. I had to learn it early. It, 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 you, you spend time with people and you counsel with people and you pray with people and you, you minister to people and all you ask them to do is hey, at least give me some love. Sometimes serving Jay can't even get that. But that's all right. Because God remembers me. And as long as God say job well done that good and faithful servant who cares 
with the people because I'm not doing it for you anyway. I'm doing it unto God. We do too much for people and not understanding what you do, you do unto God. If I forgive you, I'm forgiving you unto God. You probably didn't deserve it. I didn't deserve it when he forgave me. But at the end of the day, I'm doing it because that's the right thing to do and I'm doing it unto God. I don't know who I'm talking to, but somebody need to forgive somebody. Y'all been holding on to that thing for too long. You need to forgive somebody. Now check this out, what happens. Now at the end of two full years, Pharaoh, now he done left Joseph in two full years and passed. All I asked you to do was to mention. Two full years passed. Pharaoh begins to have a dream. Or he began to have dreams. And his spirit was troubled. And look what he does. He sent out and called for all the magicians of Egypt and all his wise men. So he called out all of them. I need them all. I'm dealing with some stuff. I got to find out what these dreams are about. I'm the king and I need some people to help me out. And Pharaoh told them his dreams, but there was no one who could interpret them for Pharaoh. Isn't it just like God to place you or position you where nobody else can do what you See, when nobody else can do what you do, you don't have to compete because you're the original of that. That's why I don't know that people can do some things that's similar, but nobody can do what you do. And because they can't do what you do, you shouldn't have to compete with them. You shouldn't even think about competing with them because if God needs something to be done, he can only grab you because you're the one for the. Everybody else was there, but nobody could interpret the dream. Now, now it's amazing to me. You, 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 you want to kill me, but you place me in a the pit. Then, after you place me in a pit, you give me to the Midianites and the uh, uh, Ishmaelites. You send me over to Egypt. You sell me to Potiphar. Now, when I'm in Potiphar, his 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 his, uh, his wife tried to make me her boo thing. And then, in the process of that, I don't. I'm, I, I run away from the advances. And now, you place me in prison. But now, in the point of placing me in prison, I'm still positioned through all of that because now I'm the one who needs to interpret the dream. So we finna, we finna go after this right here. We're going to go ahead and go to verse 41 with me. Go to verse 41. Because I need to, you to understand what happens. Now we remember that old baker. I mean that butler. That butler forgot about him, didn't he? But look what he do in 41. Now then the chief butler spoke to Pharaoh saying, I remember my faults this day. Keep going. When Pharaoh was angry with his servants and put me in custody in the house of the captain of the guard, both me and the chief baker, keep going. We each had a dream in one night, he and I. Each of us dreamed according to the interpretation of his own dream. Keep going. Now, there was a young Hebrew man. Anybody know that's Joseph? A young Hebrew man who's been positioned there uh, with, with, with us there, a servant of the captain of the guard, and we told him, and he interpreted our dreams for us. To each man, he interpreted according to his dream. Keep going. And it came to pass just as he interpreted for us. So it happened. He restored me to my office and he hanged him. We'll keep going. Then Pharaoh sent and called Joseph. They brought him quickly out of the dungeon and he shaved him, changed his clothing and came to. See, see, you got to understand when, when your season, when God has purpose for your life, it doesn't make any difference where you at. They'll pull you out. of. God can pull you wherever you at. For what he needs for you to do in this next season. So they pull him out the dungeon. 
Then they got to get him cleaned up. You can't just come to the king anyway. You just see, 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 we can't come to the king anyway. I, I don't understand. See, see that. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. See, just like that. Now, Pharaoh is the king of Egypt and we know Pharaoh ain't nothing compared to God. So, so if they got to clean him up before, if he comes into Pharaoh, uh, not any kind of way, how we as believers just keep coming to God in, I don't know who I'm talking to. Uh, why do we think we can just come to God any kind of way when, when they cleaned up, uh, Joseph to come to faith. We put more emphasis on an earthly king than verse 15. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, I have had a dream and there's no one who can interpret it, but I have heard it said of that of you can understand a dream and interpret it. See, when you have a calling and anointing on your life, you don't have to make appointments. People will make them for you by by word of mouth. There are people who call my phone. I have no idea who they are. Servant Jay, can you come here? Who, who are you? Where well, I heard in the city. See, see, when you have a life of integrity and character and God has his anointing on your life, you don't have to promote anything. Somebody else will do the promoting for you. See, my mama used to tell me, boy, you ain't got to toot your own horn. If you handle your business, somebody else will toot, 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 toot it for you. See, we out here making, trying to make all these moves and do all this. I ain't got to do nothing because somebody else going to tell about the anointing that's on. I don't know. That's for somebody. Somebody who's finna try to make some moves. Don't do it. Don't do it. Just trust God. Trust God. Next verse. So Joseph answered. This is the part I love the most. Pharaoh saying, it is not me. God will give Pharaoh an answer of peace. See, I don't care how much you get promoted or where God takes you in this next season. Always know it's not about you. He understood that God would give the answer because God has positioned him. Don't make me out to be somebody. I'm just a man, but God will answer your see that's why I love the servant Jay because servant Jay is just a servant I'm just the man that God uses but don't look at me as somebody to come save you I can't save nobody I needed somebody to save me but at the end of the day it's the God that's in me that can prop me up to give you a word to keep you moving forward but it's not me it's the God that's in me skip down to 39 and we about to go to the crib then Pharaoh said to Joseph, inasmuch as God has shown you all this, there is no one as discerning and wise as you. Keep going. You shall be over my house and all my people shall be ruled according to you. Only in regard to the throne will I be greater than you. Keep going. And Pharaoh said, Joseph, see, I have set you over all the land of Egypt. How do you go from the pit to the palace? Because God had positioned him for purpose. And when you have purpose, it doesn't make any difference where you start is where you end. I, I don't know who I'm talking to in this place. That's why, that's why, that's why now, now, now Joseph interprets the dream and everything and all that's good. But that's why in Genesis 50, 20, he says this. Now, this is the NIV version. I didn't give you all this one. I'm going to just read this one. He says, you intended to harm me. But God intended it for good to accomplish what is now being done, the saving of many lives. You intended to harm me. But God intended. See, it doesn't make any difference what people intended it. 
if God intended it for something. Because God's intentions is greater than any man's intentions. So whatever they intended for you, what did God say? That's why when people ask me questions, the first thing I ask, what did God say? Because whatever God says, what you need to continue to listen to, not what man say, because men may harm you, but God has intended for a whole different accomplishment. He said God intended it for good. What is now being done? The saving of many lives. Because he had a purpose, he positioned him. And he positioned him because he had a purpose. Have you enjoyed the Lord today?